0: Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Well, hello, and welcome back to Transforming Relationships, where we're helping to put relate back into relationships. And my name is Julianne O'Connor. I'm your host for the next 30 minutes, and I am the author of Spelling It Out for Your Man, as well as the book Spelling It Out for Your Career, and it's my absolute pleasure to host this segment of Self-Discovery Radio. Um, It's absolutely interesting and ever dynamic to study relationships and see what works and what doesn't, and to have your own ups and downs and experiences and so on and so forth and I've had some really interesting times this last, I want to say week and a half. Um, I did a little traveling, uh, did a little weekend stuff and had uh, some very interesting times and have to just share this because it was uh, a, a, an experience for me uh, that we stopped my husband and my daughter and I decided to stop into a psychic uh, to see a psychic uh, to have a psychic reading and we thought that would be kind of interesting and mostly what I really wanted to do um, initially when we started this was I wanted my daughter to experience what it meant to have her palm read because she had never done that she'd heard people talk about it and she didn't know what it was all about and I'm like come on I'll just take you for a palm reading So then it turned out my husband had never had one either, so I went ahead and had his palm read. And so they each had to go individually, and I was able to stay while my daughter had her palm read. And I think the lady did a phenomenal job. She said all positive things, and it was all um, just a really interesting Uh, Time to hear her read my five-year-old's hand for what it's worth. And, you know, there's some hesitancy as a parent. She wanted to read her alone, and I said that I really um, wasn't comfortable with that. And not that I'm not comfortable with um, somebody you know sharing insights with my daughter but the concern is what they would say and I guess you know as any protective parent might uh, you know be mindful of it wasn't in my for me I wasn't okay with leaving her alone because I wanted to be able to combat it if there was something negative or something that came up that would impact my daughter's um, psychology around what it was all about and whether or not she needed to take it too seriously or or just have fun with it or what so I stayed with her and the reading was really beautiful and and um, just a, it was a lovely time. I think it was really a lot of fun for her, and and we kind of kept, kept it in that light. But my husband, he went separately, and then afterwards there were some interesting things because I guess apparently during it, uh, the lady was trying to sell him additional services. And this is a, an interesting study in and of itself um, in terms of how people sell things and how they can kind of get you hooked and how they can get you intrigued and then leave you wanting more. And it was really a a fun for me to hear what this woman had said to my husband and sort of inciting this desire to get more and more from the whole experience. So anyway, long story short, no judgment. There was absolutely zero judgment of whether it was good, bad, right, wrong, or anything. Okay, we just went with a very open mind and had the experience. This is not my first time of having done this. I've I've experimented with all sorts of different psychologies, philosophies, and I'm always very, you know, I always remain open-minded. But I wasn't there to have mine, read. Right? I was letting them kind of experience what it was all about. So we left and we drive down the street. And this is um, in the Keys in Florida. Okay, so very... Um, fascinating because it's this lovely, beautiful place, as you can imagine. And we're driving and then all of a sudden there's this other psychic place on the same main stretch. And um, so interesting learning about how people run businesses when they set up, you know, where they have a run a business from the same place where they run, you know, where they live and where they have their home. So at that point, I decided for myself that I kind of wanted to have a reading after everyone else and they were sharing their stories of, you know, what was said with each other. And so we decided to stop at this next place and that was really interesting. And the lady did um, what she called a psychic reading on me, which was not a palm reading, uh, but for $10 more, she just read my aura and, you know, looked at me and talked to me and uh, shared whatever came up. For her from having, you know, witnessed me sit there and walk in the door, I guess. Anyway, lovely lady, just a really interesting experience and in the things that she said. And then at the end of it, she said, you know, I think you need to do a uh, uh, spiritual healing. You need to do, uh, you know, this meditation and this, that, and the other thing. If you want to clean your energy, this is what we need to do. This is what it's going to cost. And so again, now I'm having this experience on, you know, the, the creation of the next steps and, and the healing and that type of thing. And so we decided to go ahead and do it. And this time she said she would do my husband and me together. And so we decided to go ahead and, and move forward with this process. Well, at the end of the day, regardless of what your beliefs are about psychic readings or uh, people who are energy healers or how intuitive a Human being can be or not be uh, there 's no question in my mind that different people have different levels of of intuitive ability uh, for what it 's worth if that 's even the best way to put it and so this woman I thought did a phenomenal job pointing out a few things in our lives that we needed to work on, and then she said, "Call me, follow up with me when you get you know back, and uh, we will you know, do some further work and so on and so forth and so we did we did that call that follow up call today and And it was really interesting because she gave some validation to some things that we had taken steps in doing to better our lives and also uh, to follow up on some stuff that she had picked up on that she thought we needed to work on. And really at the very, very, very end of the day, what we got out of this is that everybody could use a coach. (laughs) And so whether it's through, and and my husband and I were talking about how so many people can take on so many different titles in whatever type of work that they do. But at the end of it, really the question is, is a person helping you? Are they helping you? Are they depressing you? Are they hindering you? What is it exactly... How do they serve you? And is that worth money to pay for it? And we're big fans of coaches. And, um, you know, I'm not just a big fan of, of coaching because I do coaching. Uh, and I, you know, I do. I, I certainly do help a lot of people who come to me and request it. But that's not something that I advertise. It's not something that I go out there and do for money. It's something that I do because people ask for my help. And uh, what I really learned is I, I truly believe that you teach what you need to learn so often. Uh, but getting coaching is, I think, something that everyone can use because really what it does is it creates accountability. And everything in life that you do well at some point comes down to the accountability that you either put on yourself or somebody else holds you accountable to. And many of us kind of miss that boat. I think we go through life thinking we can do everything on our own. And though I'm, you know, referencing this psychic, you know, experience of, with a, you know, a, a formal psychic who does psychic readings and that type of thing, which uh, so many people are, are uh, heavily against and absolutely um, have strong religious beliefs that it's not right or this or that. Um, everyone who listens to my show knows already that I believe that all ways are the right ways. It's not one path or another, that there are many, many ways and that everybody has their own way. And if we could honor that in each other, then um, we would all be a lot more tolerant and accepting. Uh, it's part of the reason that I have this strong philosophical view about religion, just generally speaking, because I don't think that there's any one religion that's the only path or only way. And I know that there are a lot of people who do believe that their path is the only way. And for them, I honor that, and I believe that it is the only way for them if that's what they believe. Um, but it doesn't make it the right or only way for somebody else necessarily. I'm not saying that it couldn't be, but whether it is or not, right or wrong aside, uh, there are many different ways and many different people who have lots and lots of different viewpoints. So this experience has been interesting. It was a lot of fun to hear this woman talk to us and follow up and hold us accountable for some of the tips she had given us about bettering our relationship, bettering business, and so on and so forth. And to be held accountable for that, knowing that we were going to call her and have to report in was kind of fun because it was such a good reminder that coaching is a tool. When you have anybody, and, and, and somebody who holds you accountable can be anybody. It can be a coach that you hire. It can be your mother or your brother or your sister or friend. It's anybody that you tell that you're going to do something to, and then you have to report back to them to tell them what your progress is. And we do this a lot in the world of, you know, the physical wellness, um, you know, world where people hold each other accountable for their fitness goals. And you see all sorts of these different programs, these 30-day and 60-day and 90-day programs to get people in shape. A huge part of the success of that is that they join these programs and have to report in. And so, therefore, there is this accountability factor that kind of forces people to verify, you know, really to follow through with what they have promised essentially. And so anyway, um, I need more of that myself. I'd like to hire coaches in a couple of specific areas um, of my life because I think it's something that's valuable. And really the biggest eye opener for me today was that coaching is a beautiful thing. Accountability is a wonderful thing. Some other things that have come up for me here in this last week and a half regarding the world of relationships um uh, you know traveling with my husband and my daughter was a lot of fun, but it's funny when you don't get a lot of sleep, sometimes people get cranky <laughs> and so you have to remember to be patient if you are somebody who gets tired and cranky yourself when you haven't gotten enough sleep and you have a tendency to let things out on others um you have to be you know, just mindful of your own ways of dealing with sleep deprivation. Uh And for me, I have, that's really come up for me as a theme. I need to make sure that I get enough sleep. And uh, last night I got plenty of sleep. Thank goodness. It felt so good to actually get um some really, uh, really good nights rest in my bed. But um, that said, you know, I'm going to share something that's going on in my personal world in terms of relationships that's been a little bit of a challenge because I think people can relate to this as well. So this has you've heard me talk, if you're somebody who tunes into my shows regularly, you have heard me talk about expectations. And I am and have always been an advocate of having no expectations. But what I'm learning is that sometimes if you don't have expectations, then you might get taken advantage of or feel like you're being taken advantage of, even if maybe you're not, but just because everybody's on a different page. So everybody has different views of what is right and what is wrong and what is okay and what is, you know, reasonable to do in many areas of um, their lives. And so, uh, you know, some of you have heard me talk about having you know people living in my home and how we've learned a lot from that and everything that comes up for me really makes me have to turn around and point the finger back at myself to see where I am screwing up with anything whether it's in my household or whether it's in business or whether it's anywhere really in my life so when I start to see issues that come up where maybe I have judgment of somebody else I immediately do my best to flip my finger back around and take a look at myself And my husband and I were having a chat this morning. We were talking about this idea of how people view things from their own perspective. And just because you feel like maybe you've been slighted by somebody doesn't mean that you actually have been because everybody operates the best that they know how from their perspective. And when you realize that people are just operating from their own perspective, You start to begin to realize that people don't just want to do harm. I'm not talking about sociopaths here. I'm talking about the average normal person. People are not just trying to one-up you to be jerks. People don't want to just live being jerks. Most people, I should say, okay, generally speaking, people are just operating with the best that they know how and they're always trying to get what they feel is fair. And whether it's fair or not, it's only fair in their own eyes. And that is true for me. That is true for you. That is true for every single person tuning into this show. So we go through life and we put ourselves in these positions where we're always trying to balance things and and we listen to people chatting, saying what's right, what's wrong. And and maybe what's right or wrong for somebody else that's giving us advice isn't necessarily what's right for, for us personally. And so it's been a very interesting um, couple of days just even... You know, thinking about how I can always, always, always put other people's potential perspective first. How I can stop and say, how can I live in somebody else's shoes enough to truly see what they must be going through so that I can understand why they're doing the things that they do. And when you can do this, it truly can change everything in your life and renew your relationships and the people who don't want to be around you because you stand in your own path can just drift away they can fall away and the people who will understand you will stay by you and they will be your true friends so you know, keep in mind when you do what's right for you, it's right for everybody. And I mean that sincerely because the people who are going to put up with you, for, for example, are going to, they're going to be there. They're going to stand by you because they're going to understand that you're just operating with the best that you know how with what you have as your tools in your toolbox. And that's your psychology, what you've grown up with, what you think is right, what is wrong, because it's not right or wrong. It's just your way. And everybody has their way. So I bring that up only because I'm personally dealing with it. I've personally had some of my own challenges and I'm really trying to remember to open my heart up wider and to remember that I need to see where other people are coming from. That said, once I feel like I've given it my best effort to understand where other people are coming from, I truly believe that I have to then take that possibility and then come up with what is acceptable for me and set expectations and boundaries around that. And then hopefully people will know that I'm doing the best that I can with my own tools. And I always try to be more generous and more giving and give a little bit more than most people would. Um, But occasionally what that means is sometimes you get taken advantage of. And I've definitely had plenty of that in my past. And so I'm at a place in my life where I'm just not willing to feel like i'm being taken advantage of just over naivety i i do want to trust people but i also at the same time know what's just right for me and um and know that the right people will be around if if they understand that I'm operating with the best that I know how, and I really have everyone else's best interest at heart when I do that. Um, so it's been been a lot of fun transforming relationships. You know, it takes you all over the place because what happens is you start to just note, duly note everybody's relationships in not only in your own life, but when you travel, you see so many people that uh, do so many interesting things. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, being in Florida wow, I sat, I had an opportunity to meet up with some friends who were going through a lot of stuff while I was there and, and um it was just beautiful timing that I was able to be there for, um, you know, some of the reasons that I was, you know, showed up and ended up meeting up with my friends and um, just hearing people's story oh my gosh, you just don't realize what different lives we all have until you really, truly listen to people. And when you can sit down and listen to people, which, by the way, is the absolute greatest gift you can give anybody. If you can listen, it is truly the greatest gift you can offer somebody because so few of us do it. Look at me. I am on the radio, and what do I do? I talk and talk and talk. Now, obviously, I do some interviews, and then I am... Um, Happily, you know, questioning other people and interviewing other people and learning about them. But so much of the show is also just me talking. But truly to have a second person that's face to face where you're talking, communicating back and forth, and then have somebody just take an interest and ask you about yourself is a rare thing. Let me tell you, when somebody does it, when they ask me about myself, I literally feel almost uncomfortable now because I'm not used to people asking me about myself. People want to talk about themselves. And so if you know that people want to talk about themselves, what could be the possible best gift you can give them? And that—that that is so obviously an ear just to let people share their stories, uh, especially elderly people. I sat down at a restaurant, a a little uh, diner that we went to up in West Palm Beach, I think it was, or something like that, and there was a man next to me, and he's 90 years old, and talk about some stories he wanted to just share, and I would imagine I heard him talking a lot to the guy behind the counter at the diner and you know, the guy would tune in and tune out and, and I totally get that. But just to hear this 90 year old man with the experiences and the things that he's seen in his lifetime be able to share some stories and know that it's probably just a beautiful thing for him to be able to talk to anybody and have them listen to him. It makes you want to give that gift more. And you can also learn so much about yourself about other people and you can really truly help people sometimes in some cases as well. So anyway, that's, um, you know, it's, it, I, my, my weeks have been a little bit, um, run together with all of the travel and everything else that's been going on uh, but I always like to share what's happening what I've seen in the world of relationships oh the other fantastic place to witness people is obviously at airports uh, such interesting people because when you travel and we traveled through Dallas and through um, Miami well not I'm sorry not Miami Fort Lauderdale uh, we were in Miami we were in the Keys. We were um, in Houston during our travels. And every place that we went, there were completely different types of people and different cultures of people. And, um, even just being in Florida in South Beach, where you have this heavily Cuban uh, population and you have um, just such an eclectic mix of human beings and and hearing about how they do business and how different the business is there. Like, just take South Beach as an example, just how... Dominated or almost monopolized some of those markets are by some, you know, powerful people or, or, you know, I, I don't even want to get into it, but, but it's so interesting and in how different that is from what I witness out here where I live in California. Uh, though I know that there are pockets of that all over here as well. And then to see. You know the interactions and types of people that you have in, in Houston or, or even just going into certain artsy districts of different areas and that type of thing, um, just golly, we take for granted when we get caught up in our own little world. If we don't travel, we forget and we miss all the opportunity to see and welcome into our lives all these different types of people, which is so wonderful. When you can be open to different cultures and different ways of thinking and people who have different philosophies and, and religions and who dress differently, who eat different diets, uh, whatever the case might be, who parent differently because it, that was another fascinating thing to see how different people parent. Um, when you can expose yourself to that, it not only gives you gratitude for what you have, but it opens your mind to the possibilities of what you're capable of in terms of improvement. Because if you took the beauty in all the cultures out there and you took the good from everything that you see out there, all you do is remind yourself that you have potential and there's so much that you're capable of and there are so many people doing these great things. I heard I heard this interesting thing the other day about how creativity... Um, I think it might have been a TED talk and you guys probably will know what I'm talking about basically that creativity I think it was about schools I think it's the guy who does the TED talk about um, you know getting out of the education or uneducating the education out of you or whatever it is um, and he's talking about how everybody is born creative and that by understanding and realizing that you have creativity, you can you can you know build or tap into your creativity. I was just thinking about you know he had said that everyone was born with creativity and that people have creativity taught out of them, and it was fascinating me to me to be traveling and witnessing all these people who had dropped into, uh, you know, a lot of people dropping into jobs where they were really unhappy with their jobs, like really cranky. Uh, I'll give you an example. We went to the Welcome Center in the Keys in Florida, and the guy was so angry about his job that when we went to purchase something, he yelled at my husband and said that he was unhappy because he was interrupting his sale of something to another guy. Um, to make a purchase, because what he got commissioned on was only these sales for whatever, um, maybe cruises and events and different things that he was selling, but not for the merchandise that we were buying in the Welcome Center. Although it was the same people running both sides of it, he he expressed how angry he was that he had to take a moment away to take our money for our purchase, and I thought, wow. Can you imagine being so miserable or so caught up on the money that you're trying to make that you're not willing or you are... Angry and frustrated by somebody interrupting you to ask you to do something else that you're also equally responsible for where you work because you feel like it's taking money out of your pocket or potentially could. Um, it would be very sad to me to live or be stuck in that type of environment. And then he made some comments putting down white people and <laughs> a couple of things, which again, just is silly because you have all types of people everywhere you go and it's you know, it's not any one type of person who does anything bad. There's bad people in every group of people. There's good people in every group of people. And so to generalize at all about anybody based on anything is absolutely absurd. Now, yeah, you may find more of this or that somewhere in certain groups or, or demographics for certain reasons, but truly you cannot address the heart of a human being in the masses by generalizing based on um anything related to their demographic it's absolutely absurd so for to hear him say this was just you know again just so sad because you know imagine that that's your life you're so frustrated by that yet that man was born with equal amount of creativity to each of us and he's one of those that the creativity was taught out of you know it's like come on if you're so unhappy find a way to creatively approach it find a way to get back to your heart of what you love find a way to tap back into your creativity because we all have it and it's never ever ever too late to start tapping into some form of creativity that you have within your being we are all creative human beings and creatures and we all have goodness to offer if we just remember to go back to our core and seek it out and say hey What do I have to give? What is it about me that's special that can help others? You know, what can I do to bless this world or to enlighten people or to help people or to just a smile on somebody's face I mean how difficult really truly is that all right so listen I'm going to wrap up the show for today Um, this is kind of a ramble today and I'm just you know bringing you up to speed with where I've been this last week with all of my travels and um, it's been a lot of fun but again very interesting in the world of relationships just seeing how different people's behaviors are and then also reminding myself to point the finger back at me and, and remember my own potential and my own creativity and and to uh, remember what's important and to be always good and kind to those people that you love. And I really appreciate every single listener who tunes into my show and listens to me ramble on about the um, most thing out there. And certainly to those of you who want to be a guest on the show, I, w- I welcome you. I invite you. I know I have a couple of guests that reached out, that are gonna be on the show, and I think that our weeks that we have tried to schedule it got kind of passed by. But we will be bringing them on the show. I have, I think, three people lined up right now uh, to be guests on the show. And if you're one of them, uh, make sure you stay in touch with me using my email, spelling it out at yahoo.com. And if you're somebody who is uh, new to this and you'd like to be a guest on the show, don't hesitate to reach out to me, please. The site spelling it out. Uh, dot com where you can find my books spelling it in and of course spelling it out for your career. So again uh, visit me on the web spellingitout.com and uh, certainly visit our um, self-discovery radio website and you can see some of the other great hosts that are doing beautiful programming uh, for that network And check out what's on the air now and what's coming up and read about some of these hosts. And if you are somebody who's interested, again, in being a guest, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for tuning in today to Transforming Relationships, where we're helping to put relate back into relationships. Make it a great day, afternoon, morning, or evening, whatever time of day it is for you. And thank you for tuning in.